Okay, it's Mac Daddy again with the newest update. Yesterday we said that the sales force was being made to work. What it was is that the sales force had to wait until they closed the states. Aranda Sanders, great job. Now, I know that people were upset because now they're closing even more businesses, but they're doing other things for people. Don't forget your unemployment if you can get on it. $600 per check, that's pretty good. Added to the regular unemployment that you're going to get. So, by the time you're done at the end of the month, with the max payment on unemployment, you will receive almost $4,000. Now, that's better. Salesforce, I think they're going to do some voluntary stuff if they want to stay on. I think it would be up to the dealerships themselves. But the good thing is they finally said that it's not essential in sales and they're going to let them go. But we didn't know this until last night because it was announced yesterday that we were closing it tonight at midnight. So the good thing is they do have a chance to go home and not work. Amazing. But like I said, the maintenance department and my son is still got to work. They're not on a volunteer type uh, situation like the sales department is. But if you're listening to this, Jason, I want to say to Jason Hampton, thank you very much. He said, Joe Mack for mayor. <laughs> Loved it. Thought it was great. You know, that's, uh, that's funny because I don't see that happening, but it's good that he said it. And then another person, Derek, charmed in and said, good job, Joe. Keep it up. Now, for people that don't know me, let me give you a little bit of background, okay? I Before I came here, I worked for a company called Garden State Highway Products, and I sold highway signs highway equipment, you know, the things to install the uh, signs, and we were also selling overhead signs. We were renting out trucks and stuff like that. So a shout out to Garden State Highway Products, because from that sales experience right to the car experience when I came to Florida. I have a wife named Denise McCracken. I have two doggies. One is a lab. The other one is a Choweenie. Now, for anybody who don't know what a Choweenie is, that is a hot dog. <laughs> I call them hot dogs. You know what they are. And a Chihuahua mix. He's adorable. He's fun. He's just loud. You know, them little dogs get real loud. Uh, he barks at everything. He's the boss here over the lab that we have. The lab's name is Tucker. Louie is the name of Archerini. Archerini we got from South Lake Animal League. Shout out to South Lake Animal League. And yesterday, the dogs got to go to Venetian Gardens. So, what a day. They come back all tired out. Which was real cool. Uh, they had a blast. The lab smiled from ear to ear. I mean, he was so happy. 
Another shout out to my son who's working today. And who's going to be working for the rest of the week and until it's even over because he's an essential employee. A shout out to Bill Bryan for letting the employees, the salespeople go. Okay, so shout out for them. But I would hope that they're going to supply personal equipment like gloves they have, masks, hand sanitizer. Uh, just keep them safe while they're working. That would really make everybody happy if they do that for everybody that has to work. Because it should be supplied. This is a time of emergency and urgency to keep them protected. Okay? They're on the, they're not, they may not be on the front line, but they're on the line, trust me. Because they're still exposed to what could be a very bad situation if they get the coronavirus and go to work. Because then they have to contaminate the whole building. Uh, so, tell me what you think. Now, these are only opinions, okay? And more, a little more about me. I'm sorry, I didn't finish some more about me, okay? My wife and me have been married for 17 years, been together for 19 years. This is my second marriage. The greatest marriage. <laughs> now, um, other things. Uh, my dad lives here in Florida. Uh, Denise's mom, which would be my mom too, is here in Florida also. Okay, when we moved down, we met my father first and went looking. And then her mom came down two years after we got a place before we had our house built. Because now we had a house built. Uh, things are a little tight because I got injured back in July. I had a meniscus tear and a back injury, and they, they shaved my disc in the back because I had a herniated disc. Now I believe I have a herniation on the other side, maybe the other side of the knee. So I can't work at all. I've been out since July. It's been real tough because the only money coming in is my wife's. So it has been tough. But we're getting by thanks to her mom's help. Her mom's been a great help to us. She helps take care of a lot of our bills. So, and uh, I want to give a shout out to Mom Judy and my dad, Joe, because, because they've been helping us with food. They've been fantastic also. Everybody that can help in our family has been helping that are here. Now, that's a little bit about me, okay? I come from, I'll give you just a little more and then I'll stop the part about me. I come from seven brothers and sisters. I was born in New Jersey, actually Atlantic City, New Jersey, believe it or not. Now, we didn't stay there long, just a couple years, and then we went to Summers Point and lived. Then we basically stayed in the Cumberland County area for, until uh, I met my second wife, and then we, we lived in uh, Pittsgrove. I lived with my wife in Pittsgrove. And um, we didn't have a lot. We grew up real poor. Um, I mean, my father had left at the time, so we were a little poor. Uh, so we grew up pushing shopping carts. That brought milk and bread in. We'd go over to the Pantry Pride, all my brothers and sisters. Now, we were under 10, and we would push shopping carts. Because shopping carts help to buy milk and stuff. They'd give you, like, nothing or they'd give you five cents. Well, back then, groceries were real cheap because I'm 60 years old. So imagine 
50 years ago. A nickel or dime would buy a loaf of bread. Milk was like 50 cents. So we, we hustled every day to, to get groceries and stuff. Now, um, our family's pretty successful in, in the sense that nobody's on welfare. You know, um, not that that makes it you a success because you're not on welfare, but it makes it so that we didn't grow up. Our kids ain't grown up like we did. Our kids have food in their mouths. You know what I mean? Uh, they dress with new clothes and stuff. There's no hand-me-downs. There's no $2 bobos, as they call them, for sneakers. All your brothers and sisters did well. And all my brothers and sisters are doing well. My one brother's a manager of Garden State Highway. My one sister, she works as a home health aide. Um, my other sister, she does homes, but she's on social security because of her disability problems. Uh, my brother Chris has cancer. He's on social security disability. So, uh, and my sister Karen has a dog truck. They have a real business and she has bad arthritis and she's still out there cutting dogs. Now the coronavirus has hurt him a little bit, but they took in a couple of foster children, which is real nice. So they're not getting paid now because we are in the coronavirus time, so the state's not paying just yet. But they make out they make out real good to take care of themselves. So with the truck and the, the foster children. By the way, she adopted one of the foster children. That's fantastic. I'm so proud of her and happy that she did that. She also took one of her grandsons and are now their sons because they adopted him also. Uh, we're also the grandparents to that child. I mean, godparents. And his name is Anthony. She's got five kids in the house. She's got five kids in the house right now. I don't know how she does it, honestly. That's a lot. To me, I'd be pulling my hair out. I'm 60. I can't take screaming babies. <laughs> oh, so by the way, uh, we have a son named Jason and a daughter named Melissa. Okay, when I met my wife, I married her and the children. Also, um, Uncle Charles is here, living down here with us. That would be Denise's uncle. Okay, he used to be down in Pompano. Believe it or not, he took care of racehorses. You know the the buggies, the flats. Also. Um, we have, I have one aunt left. Her name is May, and she lives in Summers Point. She's been there forever. I remember growing up as a kid, she lived in Summers Point. Um, I have quite a few cousins, even though that their parents have passed. I have a lot of cousins. Now, we did grow up with my mom and my aunt and them having muscular dystrophy. Uh, we lost a niece at 16 to muscular dystrophy. I mean, my cousin, it would be my cousin, I'm sorry, my cousin, Debbie, and then um, there's been some fatalities where other people have passed, a lot of tragedies, on my wife's side and my side, because uh, my wife's, my wife's uh, dad died, uh, other, her sister died, uh, my mom died, uh, aunt's uncles died, only aunt left is my one. And we was, they didn't have a big family anyway. I only had three aunts and one uncle. And our buddy just died. And then uh, our buddy just died. Our buddy would be 
uh, her mom's husband, Buddy. We really miss him. What a great guy. God, Buddy was, you know, he's funny at times. He had his ways at times, but he was a real good person. Uh, if it wasn't for him, when he passed, he left Denise's mom money, and that's what's been helping us. So, that's a little bit about me. Now, I would like everybody who reads my podcast to follow it and pass it on to all their friends, and their friends can pass it on for me to get out there. Because, believe it or not, it's a possibility that you could get paid if the podcast explodes. Okay? Not only that, who knows? I might run for mayor. You never know. <laughs> it ain't like I ain't tried to do other things I didn't think was possible and that I have successfully done. So, what I, uh, you might find it funny. I find it funny too, because one of the guys at work was joking, Jason. And Jason Hampton said, run for mayor. <laughs> it was funny at first, but then me and my wife was thinking, hey. <laughs> Anything's possible, you never know. <laughs> I might be one of the oldest candidates coming up. <laughs> but you never know. Anyway, I I do miss working. It's, for me, the lockdown's been since July, and I'm still on lockdown. Because I couldn't go anywhere do anything for so many months. And now I can ride in the car now. I can even walk a little bit. But uh, it's a little bit, and then when I come home, I'm done. I'm exhausted for two days. I can't do anything. I do a lot of sleeping from all the meds that I take. I take like 10 meds. I'm seeing specialists. I'm seeing a heart doctor. My blood pressure's through the roof most of the time. It's now under control by medicine only. I still get high blood pressure at night, so I take another pill at night. But the good thing is I feel good. I don't like being tied in at home. And my knee's in a whole lot of pain for some reason. I think I tore the other side of the meniscus, I believe, because I'm in a lot of pain after the surgery, which was months and months ago, should have been better by now. Instead, it seems to be getting a lot worse. I got a knee brace on again. I can't really walk much again. Here's a cane. Gotta have a cane. But the good thing is, I don't feel bad other than pain. Pain we're learning to live with. It's been since July. You know, there's been a lot of pain. <laughs> Medicine makes you tired. Medicine makes me tired. I sleep a lot. I mean, yesterday, she walked the dogs yesterday. I went for the car ride. I tried to walk with them. I could not. I come home and I was tired. Today, I'm feeling it big time because I shouldn't have been walking at all because I know better. But, you know, after being in the house so long, you want to try to do something. I tried. Didn't work. Got hurt. My knee's even worse today. It could be another tear because it's been bothering me for a couple weeks now, even worse than before. First, uh, My back has been bothering me off and on a lot. I get spasms and stuff. But that's why I, um, I can't be released to go back to work. I'm not doing it because I don't want to be. I'd love to be at work. Uh, we miss the money, trust me. But listen, I'm going to let my wife say something real quick while I look to see what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, my wife. My wife's also, she's on Social Security Disability because 
my wife has what millions of Americans have, and that would be worked a lot of nurses' jobs. She was a nurse. She worked up and down the halls and stuff. So physically, she's a tired. You know, that's an emotional job. It's a long job. I mean, long time working. She worked 12 hours plus many a times went to pick her up and sat outside and waited for her for a long, long time. She worked a lot of years up and down them halls and then went to a nursing home and worked, then went for the health department and worked. So for the 30 years that she put in, she needed to be retired. It was a must. It took a toll on her. That's all I'm going to say about my wife, okay? It took a toll on her. But the good thing is, with the Social Security disability, it's big, it's, it has, we have enough money to keep us going, okay? And with her mom's help. So we're able to go on. Okay. Now, news. Here we go again. The world, according to McCracken, uh, MacDaddy. MacDaddy says that there's two boats that are out there. The Coast Guard reported today they're not going to let them dock. We didn't think they should anyway. We should. We thought they should go back to where they had left from. A lot of people are saying they should go back to where that boat was originally, um, where the company is, not necessarily where the where the boat was docked last, but where the boat was really should have been their responsibility. Why do we have to take it on? You know, there's sick people in that boat. There's death on one of the boats. Come on. Again, people are rushing from New York and New Jersey. They're mad at us because we stopped them. Well, they were coming here to get away from the bad coronavirus there. But they were bringing the possibility of them bringing the coronavirus here and affecting us in Florida. Now, you had to get through all the of getting to know me. So I'm back to being what the hell. They close us down, and they want to send two boats here with people that are affected with the coronavirus. There's a chance of spread. You know, that boat is affected. The other boat's affected. Come on. How much crap does Florida have to take? People from New York, New Jersey rushing down here because they had a worse virus up there. Oh, yeah, well, that's acceptable. Bring it here and give us work. By the way, we're number five. Number five with coronaviruses. We could surpass New Jersey or Michigan and all them if it keeps up, if people keep coming here and affecting us even more. Tell me what you think. That's my opinion. That's Mac Daddy's opinion. Again, I'm happy that the automobile places could be sending all the salespeople home. Question. Are they really doing it, though? If they're doing it, congratulations. Thank you very much for closing down. It's even though you're made to because the state's making you do it. And I hope you abide by it and you ain't making your employees stay there. If they volunteer to stay there to help pick up cars and stuff, that's one thing. Then it's on them to do it. But if you're not, you're not supposed to be there, don't be there. Let's stop the chance of it spreading more.
Okay? Again, this is just my opinion. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pass my phone over and my wife's just going to say hello and ask how everybody's doing. Okay? Here's my wife, Denise. Hey, guys and girls. How you doing out there? Joe's trying to put his podcast out there and see what kind of feedback he can get. We're doing all right. We're shut in, in like everybody else, and we're hanging in there. <laughs> the other news we got yesterday was the releasing prisoners up in uh, New York. They released about 900 um, day before yesterday, and then they released a bunch yesterday, too. Some of these prisoners are um, level three sex offenders, which means they have um, abused children. And they're putting these people up in hotels outside residential areas and near schools. So we're just asking if you uh, want to write to your congressman or let people know that you want don't want these things done in your state we need to get the word out because uh states are talking about doing this they don't want the prisoners spreading this covid in the prisons so they're letting some out now i'm going to give it back to joe because he's got an opinion on this too and my opinion is what the hell are we doing we're releasing criminals, sexual predators. What the hell? Now, this is by the news. If the news is wrong, then forgive us. That we will apologize. This was on Fox News. That said, they released prisoners, sexual predator. Now, I said yesterday in my podcast, if they release prisoners because of marijuana charges in California good for them because it's it's legal there now so release them how can you keep them in there for something that's now legal okay now if they were murderers and stuff like that and they were part of a gang and they were selling weed and cocaine and all that keep them the fuck in there excuse me i didn't mean that last cuss word that's just me getting angry because New York's not doing that. New York's not releasing them because of pot. New York's releasing some of them that are convicted of serious offenses. Now, come on. Let's get serious here. Why are we releasing people that may only have another year to go that was a pedophile? Hello. Why should we be putting them up? They have rights. You're right. But my opinion is they should be having to make out on their own. Why should they be provided for? That's a serious crime. If you're going to let them out, then let them do the serious penalties of life. You know, uh, you know, I got bad feelings already about a pedophile and what, could ha- what should happen to him. I won't give the rest of my opinion on that, but it's pretty bad. Because I know that they served their their sentence, they're supposed to come back out in society, they're supposed to stay away from schools, stay away from children. So if they were released and put away in an area where they there's no children available or schools, uh, you know, in a halfway house or something that they're supposed to be in, 
that's one thing. But to put them in a hotel near school, that's another. Somebody there needs to be told, what the hell are you doing? Are you stupid? And the cops don't have the means to monitor them because there's so much going on. They have to make sure people are staying in their homes and safe. All right? So, mind you now, this is only my opinion. I get heated at times, but that would be everybody likes people that speak their mind. Hello, Donald Trump. Uh, and I'm speaking my mind. Now, people may not like the way I speak, but all I'm doing is speaking my mind. It doesn't mean that you have to hear by it or anything else. Everybody has their own opinions, and I like to hear from your opinions. Again, if you like this podcast, okay, follow me. Even if you don't like it, follow me. Pass it on to your friends, their friends, because that's how podcasts become popular. And I think that we're doing a pretty good job of keeping up with facts. Now, if we have to correct facts like I did yesterday when I said that they wasn't going to let the salespeople go home, I think they should, and then we close the state, and they are going to. What about the other states that have coronaviruses and they haven't shut them down? The dealerships still don't have to send them home. They don't have to close down other than the mechanical part of the uh, business. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad it did it in Florida. But remember the other states. Keep in mind your other states where other people have to work until they close them states down. They may not have as many as us, but it still can spread the virus. So let's try to follow the example of the five states that have closed down every shop there is. Start following with us. If you only have a couple thousand and you feel you don't have to close it, guess what? We didn't think that was going to be more than a couple people in this state. Look at it now. We were told it wasn't going to be a lot. And look at it now. Nobody could predict it. But it's coming and hitting us hard. Stay in for the 30 days if you can. Possible. Stay in. I'm not saying that you can't go walk your dogs. I'm not saying you can't go in around your neighborhood as long as you don't go in contact with anybody. Hell, we may even go to the beach where there's nobody there. Take a ride up. I'd like taking a ride up, rolling down the windows, looking at the beach. You're allowed to go to your farmer's market. You're allowed to go to the farmer's market because you're allowed to go get groceries. But heed the warnings. No more than restaurants that do stay open. Now they can't, but in other states where they do stay open, there's not supposed to be more than 10 people in that restaurant at a time now if they stay open. Okay? A lot of them are doing what they're supposed to do and doing curbside service or deliveries. I think that's fantastic. I think all the restaurants that are doing that should be commended or the ones that closed down in the beginning because they're in fear of spreading them at all. Now, there was a couple that haven't closed that they should have in our area. Now, they just closed them. The health department went after one of them and they closed that part of them down and said, listen, if we catch you, you're going to get fined because they had tables out there. And we're letting people sit there. 
and they were sitting together. Hence the word dangerous. Let's not go there and take the virus home to our families. That's another way of spreading. Well, we'll pack a picnic basket and go over to the park with the dogs. There's nobody there. You know, the people are very well spread out. You hardly see anybody there. And there's like eight different parks in Leesburg, Florida alone. You can look it up. Now, I do understand they closed all the parks, state parks and stuff. I understand that. But in your city, there's parks. Try to stay away from people. They say six feet. I say 12. Double's better. Okay, so that it's even safer. And then you don't get all gathered together. Let's do what they say and stay away from people. You got to go to school. That's all. Hey, a lot of times growing up, we had no money. The park was a big thing to us. You know what I mean? Because it didn't cost you anything. And we don't want people getting sick. So let's do what they're asking. All right. Now, I know they closed everything. Hey, take your kids. Play out in the yard with them. This is a time of bonding with your children. You know, I understand. Some people don't want to bond so much. That's why they got them in babysitting and stuff. <laughs> because they need a little bit of time away from the children. Instead of being with them 24-7, Seven days a week for months. But there are a lot of people that love this because they couldn't spend time with their children. Now you have the opportunity. Take them outside. Play with them. Take them to the park. Just keep them away from people. That's all they're asking. All right? They actually prefer you stay home and just play in your yard. But you can go to the park. You can go to some of the beaches that are, are less amount of people there. Let me give you a hint. Go there first thing in the morning, early in the morning. If you, We were at Flagler where we drove. There was nobody on them beaches early in the morning. Now, Flagler's close since then, Flagler County, but you still have Cocoa Beach. You got a lot more of the beaches open, and on the golf side, you got a lot of them open. Just Google it and find out who's open. Go to it. You know what I mean? Take a little picnic basket. Have a good time. It's free in some places. If you don't mind walking, used to have you have to pay by some of the beaches. But guess what? Do a little bit of walking. You got plenty of time. Where are you going? There's nothing to do. Hold on, my wife's giving me something. Oh, we went to Fort Myers. There was. Spots all over you could go to. On the side of the road. On the side of the road. It was beautiful. They had beachy areas everywhere. I mean, it was fantastic. You could go there just to pull over and look at the sights, the birds. Enjoy nature now. Do things you couldn't do since you were younger before you had to, to join the workforce. But don't go to the crowded swimming holes. Stay away from people. Find out where there's not so many people. Or go early in the morning because a lot of people don't come out until closer to the afternoon because of the heat. Go there in the morning. It's beautiful. 
Watch the pelicans. One of my favorite birds is a pelican. I love just sitting there. I can watch them all day long. Or go see the manatees. They're all over. Just find out where they're at and go see the manatees. This is stuff that don't cost nothing. And Florida has right now the best weather ever. We're in the 80s all week, low 80s. Guess what? There's a breeze out there. Every day we sit out on our front porch. I think I told you this on one of my podcasts, that we have a porch and we sit out on it. We enjoy going out about 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. There's a nice little breeze. The sun's behind the house and almost going down by 7. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful outside. What a way. Now, it could be the way that our house is facing. When we bought it, we actually stood on the lot and there was a breeze there. We knew where we wanted our house and facing and everything, and the lot was perfect. We're on a corner lot. But anyway, I'm getting ready to go. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope it was a little helpful for you. If you have any questions at all, please forward your questions to me. I will answer them. All right? Thank you very much. Today is April Fool's, by the way. This is not an April Fool's joke. I'm, oh, sorry. Yesterday. See, I'm still a little confused on the medicine. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday was April Fool's. Uh, so it wasn't an April Fool's joke. Neither was yesterday's podcast. That was actually for real. So please, again, follow us. All right? Follow me on it. Send it out to all your friends. Let their friends send it to their friends if you enjoy it at all. Sometimes it might be a little comical. Sometimes it's serious. Okay? But again, I hope everybody stays safe. Have a great day. Please, Lord, keep everybody protected. All right? Everybody, have a great day. Bye-bye.